This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Happy New Year, friends. I'm just sitting here early in the morning on New Year's Day recording this, thinking about all of you, and I'm so grateful to have you here with me for another year, heading into 2024, the year of abundance, the year of infinity. I just, I'm so excited to be doing this with you. Today, our topic is all about career, and I called it New Year, New Career, because you could have a completely new experience of your career this year just simply by getting more into alignment with your design. I have so many stories from my own life, my own career, doing this myself, but today I want to focus on some teachings because for the last four weeks, we really dove into story time, which is really fun, but now it's time to get down to business and learn something. Today, you will learn how each energy type is actually built to get paid. Did you know that manifestors should get paid for doing things differently than projectors and reflectors and so on? But before we get into all of that, let's read the review of the week. I'm going over to Apple Podcasts. Here's a five-star review, review, and it says, My sisters live hundreds of miles away from me, and we don't get to see each other often. We recently discovered your podcast and have found a powerful sisters connection. We now Snapchat each other every day and discuss the mind-blowing things you're teaching. Now our behaviors make sense to us. Thank you for sharing your gift. Oh my gosh, stuff like that makes me happier than just about anything. I do similar things with my sister. We text a lot or talk a lot about human design, and it's just really helped us understand each other better and understand why maybe we reacted differently to our parents when we were growing up. There's something just really unique and beautiful about learning human design with your siblings because your siblings get you in a way that nobody else does. But you also like don't get them at all because it's like you're so close, but you're so different. You know what I mean? So thank you so much for writing that review and you win the prize. So what this prize is, is that I'm going to answer one of your biggest, deepest, juiciest human design questions. The way that you can get this question answered is by sending me a DM over on Instagram Find me at healthy underscore Madeline. Let me know the username you use to write that review. Send me your question and I'll make a video answering it for you. And it's kind of like a mini podcast episode. And if you, everybody else, if you would like to win this prize, all you need to do to enter is write a review on Apple Podcasts. And when I read yours, then you win. So let's get into this topic how the different energy types are meant to get paid. And actually, really quick, before I just dive into this teaching, I want to invite you to a free workshop I'm teaching on Thursday, January 11th at 11 a.m. Central Time online. It's a virtual workshop, and it's called Career by Your Design. 
Today is going to be a really good like pre-lesson for the workshop, and then we're going to dive into a lot more specifics and details and intricate aspects of your chart that we haven't talked about on this podcast yet, and it's all about crafting your own career according to your design. It's a masterclass that's ideal for people who either want to change careers altogether or you love your career but you still feel burnt out or exhausted at the end of a big project or the end of the week. So if you're in one of those two categories, definitely get signed up for Career by Your Design. Remember, it's a totally free masterclass and you can get the link to sign up by looking in the show notes below or go to madelineevergreen.com and you'll see on the homepage there, there's a big button to sign up or you can send me a DM on Instagram and the DM should just say career and I'll automatically send you the link to sign up. And if you're listening to this right after January 11th, it is available to watch the replay for a week after. So you can sign up for a week beyond January 11th and you just will miss the live, but you'll still get the replay. So feel free to do that if you've missed it. Okay, now, now we get into the good stuff. Let's first talk about manifestors. Raise your hand if you are in the energy type manifester. You are really built to get paid to bring ideas into reality. So you're not built to get paid for your hours that you work on something or even necessarily your wisdom or your perspective, but you get a very beautiful instinctual hit to create something or to do something or to put something into action and bring it into reality. So that's really how the universe wants you to be reimbursed. And as a manifester, you need a lot of freedom and flexibility so that you can work when you want and that you feel supported to work on what you want. You're built to instinctually know what to create or what to work on, and you have bursts of energy. So you could work for a few hours or even multiple days long, and then you'll need a break. And really, really rigid hours and expectations can feel draining and eventually cause you to feel anger. And you're meant to be feeling peace from your work. So what do you do if you're currently in a job like Maybe you work at Target at the checkout and you work strict hours like Monday through Friday, seven to three, that's it. Well, what are you supposed to do? It doesn't mean that a manifester cannot work those hours, but it means that you need to grab hold of your perspective and your attitude and your mindset. And you also need to open your mind to the possibility of how you can bring your manifester qualities into that job. So let's use that as an example. If you work at Target at the checkout register, rigid hours, and you're a manifester, how do you bring ideas into reality? Well, maybe one day it's like a regular Wednesday afternoon and you're working at the checkout and you get this instinctual hit that there's a better way to bring people through the checkout line and you could cut some fluff, like you could get rid of certain procedures or you could upgrade some technology or you could bring in a different script, like a different way of talking to the customer that would be better. And you just start implementing it. Or if it's a big thing like bringing in new technology, maybe you present that to your manager or your boss and you start 
actually using your instincts in order to better your position. And no, that doesn't mean that you can work whenever you want or that you can take multiple days off in a row necessarily. But when you start to embody that very first step of getting instincts and taking action on them, you will be always led towards the next correct thing. So one example with that might be that your manager is so impressed by these ideas that you get and they always work and they're so on board with it that you actually get a promotion. And then maybe you're working as a manager and then you have more ideas how you could manage the whole team better, how the team could grow and improve. And you, you know, suggest to HR that the team goes on like a retreat and they learn these sales skills. And then you're at this retreat and you get instinctual hits. And then three years down the line, you're not even working at Target and you're running HR retreats to improve teams. I don't know. That's just a beautiful example of how you can actually show up right now in your work as a manifester by following your instincts, attempting to implement your ideas and bring them into reality. And then also know that manifestors are quite polarizing. And so maybe what might happen is that you're working at the target checkout, you get these instinctual hits and your manager is so irritated by you because you're just not doing your job, you know, in a box, exactly correct, just perfect. You're kind of going above and beyond and your manager might not like that. And then you get fired. Uh Uh-oh. Well, look at that as actually a gift, a beautiful thing. I just want to do like a big warning for everybody listening that when you really start implementing your design, sometimes people don't like that and you, you get squeezed out, but it's ultimately for the better. Maybe that's really not a good position for you if you are a manifester and they don't want you to be using instincts at all, or they don't want you to show your truest self and bring your gifts to the table, well, then maybe it's best that you are asked to leave by the universe so that you can move into a better position. Who knows? Now let's talk about generators. Generators are meant to get paid for showing up to do things that ultimately light them up. So generators can work for somebody else or work for themselves. In fact, all the energy types can work for themselves or for another person. But as a generator, you must love what you are doing and you must enjoy mastering your craft. And you're stu- if you're stuck doing something that you're really not into, it's ultimately going to feel frustrating. And what you're looking for is to feel satisfaction from your work. So you are actually built to be able to work a lot of hours and like really put in the time and get paid for the hours you're working. It doesn't mean you can't get paid a salary, but you're, the universe is compensating you for spending your time doing something that excites you. Because remember, ultimately a generator is here as a human to contribute energy to the humans. That's really what you're getting paid for. And the way that you contribute energy to humans is by getting excited and lit up and feeling satisfied from what you're doing. So that applies to your work. You're going to get compensated by spending your time on something that excites you. So think about it right now. If you're a generator and you're so bored by your job, either change your attitude about it to an attitude that does excite you or start morphing your life into something that does leave you feeling satisfied and energized. 
same thing for manifesting generators in career, but it's a, a little tweaked. So manifesting generators are meant to get paid for showing up to do a variety of things that light them up. And you might even have multiple careers at once or multiple job roles, or maybe you change careers frequently, but doing the same thing every single day will cause frustration and anger for a manifesting generator. And they need to feel satisfaction and peace from their work. So for me, I'm a manifesting generator. And let me just quickly list all the things that I do that I get paid for. I do human design and I do it in a multiple amount of ways. I have a podcast. I do one-on-one readings. I do social media and I run group programs. So I get paid for those types of things. I also teach group fitness and I teach multiple different types of classes. I can teach Pilates, I can teach bar, I can teach weightlifting, I can teach Tabatas, I can teach multiple different things. I also run a supplement store within this business and I do all of the ordering, I do all of the sales, I manage the inventory, I keep the actual store running. I also assist in the entire studio timeout business. That's the like the umbrella business that all of this is being run under. And I do multiple different things. I manage the people that rent space in our building. I help the person who does the nutrition consultations. I used to do nutrition consultations and then realize that those leave me feeling frustrated and angry, so I don't do those anymore. I also do the landscaping in the business in the summer. Not all of it, but some of it I really help with the outdoor space. Um, I've also painted the building. I do like deco painting for fun. So you can see I actually have gotten paid to do all of those things plus more that I'm probably not remembering right now. I used to do a lot of management of staff, which I learned is incredibly frustrating and angering for me, and I don't do that anymore. It's not for me, and maybe it will be again in the future, but at the time I was doing it, it clearly was not. So that's just an example of how a manifesting generator really does get paid for multiple things. And like for me, I need to have variety or I'm going to get stale really fast. Now let's switch to projectors. Projectors should get paid for their wisdom and their guidance. So see how that's not for putting in the hours or even necessarily bringing ideas into fruition, but they get paid for their wisdom. It's ideal for a projector to work for about maybe two to four hours a day. And when I say work, I mean like what they consider work. I don't mean that they can only show up and, you know, put in the hours for two to four hours a day. I mean, whatever they feel like is effortful and outputting within their job should be limited to a small amount of hours. Or it could be like they work a couple of months out of the year or one week out of each month or something like that. The rest of their time, they should be doing things that they're interested in, learning, studying, doing self-care, lighter work, and focusing on themselves and focusing on things that they are interested in and that excite them. Almost like they're going to act more like a generator where they're really following what excites them and interests them when they're not doing this outputting work energy. And they need to feel seen and they need to be treated as a guide or an advice giver. And first, though, as a projector, you must see that in yourself. 
Okay, you must see that you are actually a guide and that you must see your own gifts first or nobody else is going to see them in you. A projector is very efficient and you don't need so many hours to get something done. I have some really beautiful examples of this that I'll share in just a moment. Now, you as a projector could be a great manager or even a business owner, but you also could be an employee for sure. You always budget the hard work tasks or give those to somebody else. Kind of like take the stuff that feels super draining for you off your plate and give that to somebody else. And if focusing on putting in too many hours, like if you're focusing on, I have to work, 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 work so that I feel proud of myself or that I'm impressive, it's never going to work for you and you're going to feel bitter. You're seeking the feeling of success from your work or from your professional interactions. So I love to use my mom, she's a projector, as an example of a a creative projector. Years and years ago, like when I was just a little baby, a little girl, she was working in pharmacy. She's actually a pharmacist. And she was working at like a big company, you know, a big corporate kind of position downtown in high rise, has an office, that whole deal. Well, most people feel pressure to work normal working hours when they are in an office setting, right? Well, the truth is, is that most of those corporate positions, you can actually do whatever you want as long as you get the job done. And she tells me these stories. I can't remember them exactly. So, you know, if she's listening, sorry if I get this wrong, but something like she would come in early, work a couple of hours when like nobody was even there yet, and then she would leave. And at lunch, she would go exercise. She loves exercise and she actually run like has a whole exercise fitness business within studio timeout. So she would leave at lunch and like go to the um, health club and take exercise classes and then sometimes maybe teach them. I'm not sure when that came in, but she became an exercise teacher as well. And then she would come back like way later in the afternoon and work like from the afternoon until like later than most people. So she would be there like early in the morning and then again, like afternoon, evening. And then I think she would like go to the club again and maybe take classes later in the evening or teach or come back. I can't remember exactly how it went, but basically she did not just work a normal hour, like, like nine to five, like everybody else does. She would work early, leave, work late, leave, something like that. And that worked really well for her because doing the exercise or teaching fitness classes or learning about fitness might sound like work to one person, but to her, that's actually her obsession. That fuels her. It feels relaxing for her. It calms her. It blows off steam. It helps her to go into her her creativity, her gifts, her own skills and fascinations and obsessions so that she's rejuvenated and able to come back to do what would feel more like outputting at the nine to five classic kind of corporate position. Now, years and years later, she has her own business, Studio Time Out. She's actually the owner of that entire business. And one of the things that she does within the business is that she works with clients on their health. She's an incredible health consultation person with her huge background in pharmacy and then since then, tons of education in nutrition and supplements and actual true wellness. She really doesn't work in in pharmacy anymore. But you might think that a person that does health consultations would work 
you know, like five or six or seven consultations a day or maybe even three a day. Nope. She does like one of those every once in a while. And she puts like her entire heart and soul into each of these consultations. And it would completely burn her out to do multiple of those a day or even multiple of those a week. So if you're lucky enough to get into her schedule and work with her, you get like all of her essence because her as a projector, she's learned that that works better than to just dilute and do like tons of appointments just to quote unquote, make more money or get more people in the door or sell more products. It She's smart enough to know that that's not really how energy works. And for her as a projector, she gives in a way that's going to work for her energy levels and it ends up miraculously she gets compensated um, in a non-logical way it doesn't make any logical sense but none of this is meant to be logical compensation comes from the universe it doesn't just come from who's actually paying you so just use that as as a couple of examples as a projector how you can get creative if you are currently in a position where you're supposed to work a ton of hours think bigger And now our last and my favorite energy type would be reflectors. Reflectors are meant to get compensated or paid by working in any environment or any role as long as they feel good in it. So when I say in it, I really mean in it. I don't mean they feel good about the idea of it. I mean when they're physically in the work. A reflector is a canary in a coal mine, and that's their job. That's their role as a human, or you can think of them as a mirror. So what is a canary in a coal mine? It's an incredible tool to tell us when the environment is toxic so everybody can change, like they can get out. What's a mirror? It's a device to show you what the truth is, show you literally what you look like. Do you look good? Do you look bad? Do you have food in your teeth? Do you have a great hair day going on? That's what a reflector is there. They're there to be a warning for when things are good or bad or a reflection for when things are good or bad. So you can do whatever you want. Isn't that cool? You could have any kind of career, any kind of hours, any kind of anything, as long as it's something that you love and it's you're really into it, it feels good for you. And what your real job is, is to show up to your work environment. And if something feels off, you are there to signal to people something is off, let's course correct. So for example, if you are a reflector and you work at Target at the checkout, this doesn't mean that you can't be, you know, compensated properly. Just know that, yes, you are checking out customers in line and that's technically what you're doing. That's your job description. But as a reflector, what you're really doing is being a canary in a coal mine. So if typically you go to work every day and you feel fine about it, like it's it's fine, you like Target, you think it's a cool store, you know, it's working, you enjoy talking to customers, and then one day you go in and you feel horrible. Maybe you're feeling physically ill the moment that you get to your checkout station and you just feel doom and gloom or anxiety or stress all morning. That's your signal that something is wrong in the environment. And maybe what's happening is that there's a criminal in the store and they are shoplifting and it's it's a big deal. Or maybe your boss is 
um, doing something nefarious, or maybe there are toxic chemicals that they brought out in the cleaning service the night before, and you are there to warn people or get to the bottom of that. That's actually how the universe sees you in your role as a checkout person, not just that you're there to be a checkout person. So this is incredibly freeing because what I'm saying is that all the different energy types technically can have any job, you can work anywhere, you can do anything, but you need to understand what you're really doing here in this world and bring that attitude into your work. So for reflectors, you need to look at your own health and your own energy levels during and after work. And ideally, you provide some type of feedback at work, which directs where the day will lead. So again, it doesn't mean you have to be a manager or a boss to provide feedback, but everybody can provide feedback. Here's a tip. Having breaks that include alone time at work can really help. So if you have a lunch break or a coffee break, maybe choose to take that alone so that you can cleanse your palate of your energy and get back to the truth of how you're feeling at base level. And if you dislike your work, put a focus and put energy into the hobbies or the other communities in your life temporarily so that you can connect with an environment that you feel really good in. And this can help lead you in a new direction. So again, if you really dislike your work as a, as a reflector and you're not able to make a change like right now, one of the best things that you can do is to have a social life or a home life that does make you feel really, really good to be in. And this can signal to the universe to lead you in in a new direction of that good feeling, that good environment. Your work should ultimately make you feel surprise and delight at the end of the day and not a sick or an icky or a depressed or a disappointed type of feeling. So again, All energy types can work in all roles and positions as long as ultimately it's something that leaves you feeling like satisfied, successful, peaceful, or surprised and delighted. Those are the kinds of feelings that you're looking for. And I want to share a metaphor that my husband and I laugh about all the time. And I just thought it was, I just thought today was the day to finally share this because we've been talking about it for like a year and it's just kind of our little inside joke. And I think it really applies to this scenario. So my husband and I are ballroom dancers. It's one of our hobbies. And we go to ballroom dance competitions every once in a while. And I always think about human design when I'm at really anything. But I came up with a really fun example of the different energy types in ballroom dance. And this really relates to the lesson from today about how the different energy types are meant to get paid or compensated in their work. So imagine that we're at a professional ballroom dance competition. So that means that this is everybody's job to be there. And if you've never been to a ballroom dance competition, don't worry, I'm going to explain the basics. So there's competitors and the competitors can dance in different dance styles. Like they could do Latin dance or they could do ballroom dance. And I won't get into the nitty gritty because it doesn't matter, but those are two very different styles. It's kind of like if you go to a sports conference, not that there is one, and there's soccer players and there's baseball players. Like those are two completely different sports. Well, in ballroom dance, there's 
different styles. So we're just going to call them Latin dance and ballroom. Okay. And then there's judges and the judges obviously judge everybody and choose who wins and who loses. There are coaches. Coaches are people that you train with on a regular basis. You have private lessons or you take classes with them and they teach you how to be a better dancer. And there are choreographers. And believe it or not, most coaches don't choreograph on their students. You usually hire a choreographer to give you your material. And then the coach takes it from there and they they make it better and better and better. So let's think about the different energy types. I like to think that the generators would be the dancers and they compete in one style. Like maybe they only compete in Latin dance or they only compete in ballroom dance and they're so good at it and they get on the dance floor and they're like these amazing, juicy, sparkly, incredible beans that you can't take your eyes off of them because you can just tell how much they love dancing. Got it? Now, the manifesting generators would also be the dancers, but they would compete in all the styles. So there is actually a a way of dancing where you compete in everything. It's kind of like in sports, if you're a professional baseball player and a professional football player, which I don't think anybody does that, but if you could, that would be this. The manifesting generators do all the styles. And again, they're like generators where they're sparkly and attractive when they love what they're doing. Then the... Uh, judges, those would be the reflectors because they're looking at everybody and reflecting back the truth. They give you a score like, wow, you were really bad at that jive, but you were amazing at your samba. They're literally reflecting back how you looked, how you performed, how well you did. And then we've got the coaches, which would be like the projectors. They're constantly giving feedback. You're literally paying a, a coach to tell you what's wrong with you or how to get better. And they are projecting their wisdom on you. And then the manifestors would be the choreographers. So they get an instinct or an idea that they bring into reality by telling you the choreography and you become the reality of the dancer. And then they leave and somebody else, meaning the coach and the dancer, take it from there. So again, that doesn't mean that if you're a generator, you could only do what I just said. Or if you're a manifestor, you have to be a choreographer in ballroom dance. Of course, all the different energy types could do all of those different roles, definitely. But it's just kind of a cool metaphor to think about and to apply to today's lesson. If you felt like this was useful today and you're wanting to dive a little bit deeper, make sure that you get into Career by Your Design, whether you're coming in for the live workshop or if you miss it and you come a couple of days late, totally fine either way. Remember to get the link to sign up for the workshop in the show notes or DM me the word career on Instagram. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline. And I can't wait to take you through more career teachings, how to really dive into your own human design chart to create the most incredible career you could ever imagine, or even like what happened to me beyond what you can even conceive right now. So Happy New Year, friends. I'm just thinking of all of you today. I love you so much, and I'm so grateful for you listening, and I'll catch you in a week. 